now. Broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona. Your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot once again. We're here on a sunny Saturday morning and my name's Gary Green. I'm here with my dear friend and business partner, Dana Southern, and we are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Uh, remember, easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. You can always reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Uh, I, I want to mention... I forgot to mention them last week. Very, very, very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen for their support of our show. And when I say they support our show, these dealerships understand what it is that Dana and I are trying to do for our clients to help them buy a vehicle. Dennis Lundy and Troy and Rick, Rick Deschitis over at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, they get it. They are the dealer for the people. They're located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. You know, couple of things that we, we, we really watch more about your car deal, okay? We're not here to tell you what car to buy. However, if you ask for our opinion or what we think about a car, we will absolutely interject and tell you what we, talk, what we think. It's like I mentioned last week, the gentleman thinking about an ISF 350 Lexus, you need to compare it to a 400 Red Sport Infinity, however, he really wanted a specific option that priced the Red Sport out because you had to buy a 2020 to get that option. But I did find an article that was dated February 17th, 2021. Uh, was last updated that date. It was actually written June 28th, 2019. And it was an article titled, The Worst Rated Cars on the Market. Whether in the market for a flashy luxury sedan or a sturdy family vehicle, all car shoppers have one thing in common. They don't want to drive a lemon off the lot. That's why publications and watchdog groups and automotive publications like Consumer Reports, J.D. Power, and The Car Connection carefully analyze and rate nearly every car model that comes on the market each year. Car owners would do well to heed their findings. I'm pretty sure now if you want to read about Consumer Reports, you have to pay to read what's on the Internet. Here we've rounded up the cars in alphabetical order that scored terribly low with the groups we listed above, as well as with journalists and everyday drivers. So you can stride into the dealership knowing exactly what you want to buy. So what I want people to understand is that these were done alphabetically. Okay. So the first one that they mentioned was the Chevy Colorado. After the Chevy Colorado, they mentioned the Chevy Malibu. I, I don't really think that a Chevy Silverado 1500 isn't a reliable vehicle. Uh, the Chevrolet Spark, the Chevrolet Trax, a Dodge Grand Caravan, a Dodge Journey, and then we get into the Fiats. The Fiat 124 Spider, the Fiat 500, uh, Ford EcoSport, Ford Ranger. GMC Sierra 1500, I guess it's in there for the same reason that the Chevrolet Silverado is in there. 
Uh, they don't particularly care for the Canyon as well, which is the sister to the Chevy Colorado. Jeep Compass, Jeep Renegade. Okay, I don't know anything that makes the Jeep Wrangler a bad vehicle. The Jeep Wrangler, while the Compass and Renegade got bad, sports, bad scores from Consumer Reports, the publication saved its lowest mark in the Jeep family for the 2021 Wrangler. Is that Consumer Reports? It's not Consumer Reports. It was, I was mentioning that if you wanted to go to Consumer Reports, you now have to pay to read the Consumer Reports. Well, this I was going to say, in the past, Consumer Reports has always, always, always not rated the Wrangler high or recommended it, so to speak, and I could let you continue, but we both have our own feelings about this. The model got a brutal score of 29 out of 100 from the publication, which ranked at the very bottom of the midsize SUV class. Its road performance were repair was, now this is what cracks me up. People don't care at all about what he's saying. Just okay, so. road performance and gas mileage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in addition, J.D. Powers gave it the worst dependability score of a contact SUV class in the group's 2020 test. Now, the next vehicle that they annihilated, and they only gave a score of 43 out of 100, was the... Forte? Yep. And, you know, just just on the last thing on the Wrangler, what holds its value better than a Jeep Wrangler, Gary? Uh, maybe three other cars. Just a few vehicles that exist are even remotely similar or better. It's It's incredible how they hold their value. Can you talk anybody out of a Jeep Wrangler that wants one? Uh, I, this is what I tell people that have never owned one. Rent one. Make sure that you're okay with the things they talked about. I agree completely. It does not get good gas mileage. It is not a great driving on the road car. It's but about you, looks. It's about style. It, it's, it's something if you want to go outside in 15 minutes, have the doors off and the roof off, that's what you buy. And I can tell you that over the years, you know, I've never really, I mean, again, if you want comfort, if you want, you know, luxury, well, you can get pretty much luxury now, I guess. But the, the ride quality and the feel, it, it's completely different. You have to be looking for that. If, if, and if you're not, it's not for you. But the people that buy them love them. They hold their value insanely well. And, you know, they just deal with the, the idiosyncrasies they have. I think Gary's, you know, advice of renting one and being sure maybe for even a week or something, because with the high center of gravity and some of the things involved with a Jeep, I think a lot of people may regret buying it if, if they don't really know what they're doing. But on the list, we go to the Kia Forte. And what it says here is, in general, Kia vehicles have earned great marks in recent years, despite being offered at very low price points. Well, I, I don't agree with the very low price points at all, because in the old days, that was true. Is that true today? You know, and this is what it is. The, the price point of a Kia is less than a Honda Civic, but it's no longer an, a, a cheap car. I could remember back in the day, go back to the late 80s, Hyundai made a car, and it was called... Uh, Excel, E-X-C-E-L. They were advertised with air conditioning for forty nine ninety nine. You use, you should get them in black so you'd have like a coffin already set to go. Right. Anyway, and so back then, of course, terrible cars, but then it says, while the grades for it aren't as dismal as some others we featured on this list, the 2021 model got a score of 43 out of 100 from Consumer Reports. That was one of the worst scores the publication gave in the small car class for this model year, ranking far below similar rides like the Nissan Sentra and Toyota Corolla. It was described as uncomfortable, noisy, and unreliable, which sounds disappointing, even if it's starting price of just under 18000 And, you know, again, in, in that class, there's, there's several choices. And in the last several years, in the last, I would say, seven or eight years of, that I've been aware of the Forte, I've maybe helped one or two people buy that car new, just a few people. 
most people that I've assisted when they've compared the Nissan, excuse me, not the Nissan, but the Honda, the Toyota, the Hyundai Elantra, the different cars that have been in that class, they've just opted to pick something different. The Land Rover Discovery Sport makes the next mark on the list, and it says, and what do you think? I'm scared of them just because if you don't have a warranty, I wouldn't be near it. Yeah, it's, it's one of those cars, if you, if, if you lease one, great. I feel the exact same way. The Land Rover brand brings luxury to mind, but the automaker has a couple lemons in its lineup. According to reviews from top publications, the 2021 Discovery Sport, which starts at 41.9, was given a grade of 41 out of 100 from Consumer Reports, which equates to roughly a point for every thousand you're forking over. That's that hurts. Um, it was named the worst compact premium SUV of the year by that publication who loathed its stiff ride and poor predicted reliability. Now, Gary... Um, I'm going to make a confession here. I have never helped anyone buy a brand new Land Rover Discovery Sport. So I'm going to stop you for a second. So that's that page. So I'm, you were out for a second. Okay, have you? I've helped somebody buy a Colorado. Have you? Yes. Okay, have you helped anybody buy a Malibu? No. Have you helped anybody buy a Silverado? Yes. Have you helped anybody buy a Chevy Spark or a Trax? No, no. A Dodge Grand Caravan? Uh, yeah, maybe a couple back in the day, but yep. very few. One Dodge Journey. I, I, I think I may have done at least one Dodge Journey, yeah. but very few, if ever, because, again. And it was it was a must-have because, because they the needed the third-row seat. Exactly. Okay, I have not helped anybody buy a Fiat. I, well, now, when they kind? first came out, now, see, I haven't in years, but I did when they first came out in 13. I helped, like, three different people. Now, this is before. I mean, they got the worst scores from Consumer Reports ever. I mean, I've never seen so many black marks on a car as the yeah. Fiat. So after I learned that as cute as they are, that they're not reliable, I've not helped one single person since 2013 buy a brand-new Fiat. No EcoSport Ford, which uh, is, ne- the, ne- which is ne- a mini uh, Escape. Uh, zero of those. And, no, and no initially, now, now, the Escape I help people buy Absolutely. now, but now when they when they redesigned in 13 for a couple of years there, I was, I guided people away from them because they were having fires. They were having recalls left and right. Do you remember? Yep. And so I would, you know, again, there are other products, but now they're, they're doing fine with that one. What was the next one? I've not helped anybody buy a GMC Canyon. I, I have helped some people buy GMC Canyons. I've helped Sierra 1500. Uh, I've not helped anybody with a compass. I've not helped anybody with a renegade. I've, I've done no compasses and no renegades. Isn't that crazy? Both of us. with a Wrangler. I have but done lots a, of Wranglers. Okay. I've helped people buy Kia Fortes. I had a few. I've not helped anybody buy a Land Rover Discovery Sport. Or and then the next car on the list is... is, is another one. Well, the next two, next three on the list, I believe neither one of us have ever helped. So, by the way, when we say we know cars, we know cars. If, if someone were to call us up and say they were looking for these cars that are on this list, I know, I know what I would say. I would I, still help somebody buy a Sierra 1500. Well, course, I'd help well, them buy a Canyon. Yeah. I'd help them buy a Colorado. I'm referring to the ones that we wouldn't yeah. do. There, the ones that we wouldn't do, right. not the other. And I'm not a fan between everybody. I'm not a fan of these small pickup trucks. Yeah, and, and I and I don't disagree. For the money, I think you should spend a little more and get the full size truck. Correct, because you're not saving all that much on the gas mileage. And you're not saving that much money on the price. Yeah. So go ahead, Dana. But we agree completely yeah, on absolutely. those things. But I, on, the, on the cars on that list that we have not helped anybody acquire, it's, we, we didn't feel they're good quality. What I would have recommended if someone asked for a Fiat is look at something else. If you got to have a Fiat, go buy a Fiat. I can't help you. But now moving on to See, the... Like somebody wanted a Fiat convertible. 
Go and buy a I, Mazda Miata. Exactly. But what you can't do is, well, you can do whatever you choose to, but we're not going to be part, we're, we're consumer advocates. We're here to help people, guide them, protect them. If we help you make a bad decision, we're not helping you. That's not what we're here for. So next on the list is a Land Rover, Range Rover Evoque, which I have not helped anyone buy. The Range Rover Evoque is even pricier than Land Rover Discovery Sport, ranging up to $53,400. Um, anyway, from there, all I can tell you is um, J.D. Power has it tied for the worst small premium SUV. Not surprised. Far preferring the Jaguar E-Pace. Now, that's a really good-looking vehicle, the Jaguar. And that's the only Jaguar that I've helped anyone buy in the last few years as well, um, which is a separate issue. But from there, the next thing on the list is a Mitsubishi Mirage. Zero of those. Mitsubishi yep. Outlander. I've never helped anyone buy a new Mitsubishi. <laughs> The Nissan 370Z, it's been years since I've helped anyone, years. And it's getting redone. Nissan Frontier, I would help someone buy a Nissan Frontier, but I haven't for years. Nissan Pathfinder, I wouldn't help anyone buy, not today, not for several years. They're not as good as their competition. You know something, but here's what the funny thing is. I recently helped somebody buy a Pathfinder. Had to have a third row seat. Perfect. It was the yeah. second cheapest vehicle to other the journey, than the Dodge yeah, Journey. Yeah, exactly. We'll be back after a short break where your car inside is. We work for you, not the dealer. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice. And when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. 
welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. You know, as we've been going through this list, um, the, the, the next one on the list, Gary, you tell me. You know, I, I can't say anything other than the fact that I can't stand the size of the price about a Toyota Tacoma. I, the only thing I can't stand about them is there's not enough incentives and rebates and programs for the clients that and love them. And good luck trying to buy one right now. The, yeah, they're, the they're, next they're, car on the list. The Toyota, we completely disagree. The Tacoma is wonderful. People love them. Yep. Um, next on the list is the Volkswagen Jetta. Yep. Now, the thing about the Jetta is this. I like Volkswagens. I think they're great cars as long as you have a warranty. And you know, the new warranty is fabulous on right. Volkswagen. And then a couple of the cars that I've never helped anybody with, I don't believe Dana has in it. It's going to round it off. And what was funny was this article was alphabetical. So I don't know after Volkswagen comes Alfa Romeo. Alfa, Alfa, Alfa. Alfa, Alfa, Alfa. So what it is, folks, is we'll help you buy what it is you want to buy. But it's, you know, for example... Somebody was looking, and this is one of the things about looking for used cars. A referral from a friend of mine, not a radio show listener, wanted to replace her Volkswagen convertible with a Volkswagen convertible. And there are some limited edition Volkswagen convertibles from the last year. I can't remember what it was called. I don't know if it was final edition, exited, whatever it was. They are extremely expensive in the resale market. So we were talking about this. We were talking about that. And. Finally, I, I found a couple of cars to talk to her about, and then I said, you know, none of these cars make sense for her. I just said, hey, you got plenty of time. We, we have plenty of time. I'm going to keep looking for a car for you. And she sends me back an email. My husband found a BMW 128 or a 228i convertible. We felt that for the money, it made more sense to buy that than the Volkswagen. And I couldn't agree more. However, if you're going to buy a 2018 BMW 228 convertible, you absolutely want to try to buy one at a BMW store. There's reasons for that. And one of them is what has to be done to certify the car. Okay? If all of the services haven't been done on a 228, they cannot certify the car. So sometimes what ends up happening is... Some used cars end up at the dealership that was it was just traded into that a different dealer of that manufacturer. They can't certify the car, so they send it to one of their sister stores that can certify the vehicle. Now, there are certain dealer groups that if you're trading in a Chevrolet and you're at that dealer group's Ford store, the bid is for the car to go to the Chevy store because they can certify the vehicle. It's when I sold cars, the big thing was always knowing what your inventory was. And it was switch cars. Walk your inventory every day. And knowing your product. And I used to laugh, and I'm going to go back to like 1988, 1989. Dana had his full of being a sales manager at ABC Nissan. And he decided he was going to just screw being a babysitter. I'm going to be a salesman again. I'm just going to take care of my family and do this and do that. And I used to laugh. Are you talking about Lund Cadillac? No, no. Back when? That's, this was ABC. Gotcha. You, went, you left ABC as a sales manager. You had gone down the street. You worked at Showcase Honda for a little bit, and you came back to ABC as a salesman. We were on Kevin I, Peterson's team I, together. I, I, I couldn't. I, yeah. You're exactly right. I, they, I, I Just you know, to go back in time, I, after I'm not feeling that it was worth the hours and, and how I was treated as a sales manager, I felt like I could 
arguably earn more money just selling cars and minding my own business. And I used to laugh because one of the things, there was nobody that I knew that was better than Dana at product presentations, walk-arounds with customers. And I'll never forget, they would have a day where it was really big. Your product presentation was huge, and they don't do this anymore. You pulled the car out of the spot in the lot in the line. You open the doors. It's a whole op- dog and pony show. You open the hood. You open the trunk, and the object was to finish your step three, your walk around. Not, not step at, three. at the driver door, at where, the they driver, could get where they could get in and go for a test drive. But I never understood that because you weren't supposed to let the customer drive. Before the you copy their the driver's lot. license. <laughs> so. They had a thing one day where if you could get the customer on the ground looking underneath, you got $25. If you could get the customer to shake the pickup truck by the welded hinges on the doors, you got $25. If you got the customer in the back of the pickup truck, you got $25. And... This was all what used to crack me up was they did all these $25 spiffs. They did all these whatever it was. They did all these bonuses during the day. And the one thing you had to remember and you didn't remember was the first year that you did that, you forgot that at the end of the year, you were going to get a 1099 for all your spiff money because it was never Taxes. of your check. But when it comes to cars, we know cars. If somebody calls me up in a specific car that they want to buy, I'm not interested in helping them. One of the cars that I'm not a monstrous fan from, and I certainly will not help somebody buy one, if it is not at that brand's dealership, I am leery of used Volkswagens. I, I couldn't agree more. Now, one of the things that I love, if I go to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen and somebody buys a car, it's all about purchasing a service contract. And one of the things that's important to understand about a Volkswagen is if you buy a Volkswagen, if you can't service the car at the Volkswagen dealership, trying to service it at the mom and pop place on the corner not the place to is do not it. the place to go. Now, is the technology in a Volkswagen good? Absolutely. It's just as good as an Audi, in my opinion. Well, they're the same company. And when you mention this, and you mention Lundy's, by the way, Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, they're located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Well, I'm glad you did that. 623-875-4000 is their phone number. I forgot to, we forgot to mention them last week. And, and you know, speaking of mentioning people, want to send out a very special thanks once again to Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda. David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford. Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai. And then we have Rodeo Hyundai, which is right next door, basically. Rodeo Kia. Rodeo, Rodeo Kia. I, I, see, I, yeah. I never, I, always one of them gets me. But, but here's the thing. You're going to start seeing a lot of these things popping up. Your in-home car buying experience. Boy, boy, be, be careful. Be careful. Listen to Gary right now. does something. It is not for your best interest at heart. There are people that are paying way too much money to buy used cars. Because they're afraid to, you know, of COVID. They're afraid to go out. And, and so um, please, please, please don't do it that way. Don't buy online through the dealer. Please pick up the phone and reach out to Gary and call 602-525-1370. I'm going to repeat that, 
525-1370. They're not going to be looking out for your best interest on what the terms are. They're not going to be looking out for the best interest on the value for your trade-in. They're not going to be looking out for your best interest as it relates to the interest rate. Or if you do have an interest in an extended service contract, which people call extended warranties, Gary is going to make sure that every possible concern that is important to you is addressed and that all your questions are answered. And if you're not thrilled with Gary, Gary, what are you going to charge them? If we don't help you, we don't charge you anything. We nothing. don't charge you anything. We cost nothing. I don't, it costs nothing. Our $400 fee is less than every single car dealership's dock fee. And it comes out of what we save you. It is not a charge. You know... Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the Game Stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's core. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. We are Your Car Insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. Remember, want to send out a very special thanks to Bill Brixey and Larry Miller Nissan in Mesa, Arizona. Bill completely understands what it is we do. Just as Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda, Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, Chad Sasan at Rodeo Kia in 
Avondale, and in Goodyear, David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford. You know, I, I like cars. And I was looking at something the other day, and one of my buddies called me up, and he said he wanted to buy something. And I said, well, that's a great idea, but let me send you this website. So he was thinking about restoring a Ford Bronco. So I just sent him the website so he could look. And it's called Velocity Modern Classics. Classic Ford Broncos for Sale. Get behind the wheel of a classic Ford Bronco today. We have a wide variety of 66 to 77 classic Ford Broncos available for sale and immediate delivery. Gary, out of curiosity, do you imagine how rough those things would ride? Could you, what, what, I wonder what the suspension is like on a 40, 50-year-old Bronco. Well, here's what I'll tell you. There's a couple of ways to do this. Fully restored, newly finished, builds to quality assured, pre-owned Ford Broncos, we have something for you. Which means that you can get one that's restored to what the factory was, or you can do a resto mod. Now, this is where it got interesting. 1975 Classic Ford Bronco, available call for pricing. Completely custom and built by Velocity, the 75 Ford Bronco combines bold green details and some of the most capable features you can pack with one-off details, this Bronco, blah, 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 and it's a 2.9-liter engine in the car. It's not the factory engine. So here's another one that's been lifted and upgraded to a Mustang Coyote 5.0 motor. So it's a 66 classic Ford Bronco. It's available. What's the price? No idea. Ready? I'm ready. I'm sitting down. $189,000. What? I, I should have been sitting even lower. Now, here's a 1978, which was the bigger body style. I'm not going to read all the stuff. Available for $259,000. Oh, my goodness. Here's a 72, another 72, another 72, all some kind of resto mod for $219,000 each. And then they have... I, well, maybe I don't know what a car is worth because I can't see, you know, and I know for collectors or someone that would be an expert, this, this is not my ballywick. When, so, when, I, I have no idea yeah. what no, those no, are No, no, this was crazy. So here's what it was. Here's a 77 that was sold, a 66 that was sold, a 72 that was sold. The 72 does not look as nice as the other ones. It was 149 Here's a 75... Uh, for two twenty nine sold a sixty eight for two twenty four sold a seventy two for two oh nine a six. Can you imagine the people that, that that had these cars have, growing up when you were, you know because right. I, I, based on I was born you know in the early sixties personally and you know when I was a teenager is you know when, around the time that they stopped making the the Bronco but I I mean I grew up with Broncos you know ubiquitous they were everywhere I, I haven't even seen a Bronco on the road other than a new <laughs> body style in I don't know how long but. When I hear these prices, it's overwhelming. So now here's the only one that I could have been close to guessing on. Here's one that's an all-original, unrestored 1977, sold for $69,000. Here's a 79 for twenty five. You know, all of these other cars are two hundred. You know, one ninety nine and above. Here's two forty five. How, how, how do we get onto these couple hundred thousand dollar Broncos? Uh, it was just I was a friend of mine that was thinking he could buy one for probably five, six, seven grand. Have fun with it. Well, so I sent them this. Now the other thing that was kind of funny was we we talked about getting in on the next phase, like so, like the Tesla thing that happened or something. So the it's too late to buy one of these Broncos and try to do this. I, I would think because so. At the those ones prices. that are junk are still thirty five grand now. Now, 
one of the cars that skyrocketed through this as well was, I think, a disappointment as a new car. I don't think that the new Toyota Supra had the impact that Toyota was hoping for. The all new one. You're the all new one. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I concur. Believe, I believe that people were buying BMWs, the... Other uh, performance. The, the Z4. I think it's a Z4. Whatever that model is. Because they, they, the, the BMW is a, it's a sister car to the Supra. Same, same, well, go ahead. I'll let you. If you open up the Supra, a lot it's, of the stuff that's BMW on. Toyota Supra, BMW. So Toyota Supra, BMW, Z4. So it is the Z4 M4.0i. And so the, I think you have to be a, a bad boy one. So the M4 is, is how it becomes a comparable one. Right. And, and the dollars aren't that. And the one thing is the BMW is available in convertible. It's not available convertible in the Toyota. But the Supras went skyrocketed. Now, the Supras that are bringing the astronomical money are the three-pedal cars. And when I talk about that... Handshakers. If you have a car that's a manual transmission and it was, only, it was available both ways, you know, it's for, for resale value these days, the manual transmission, without a doubt, is the way to go. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to your car insiders. You know, and today we've talked, you know, a lot about, you know, used cars and and I can tell you that when you're considering a used vehicle and if it's not something that's almost new, late model and, you know, perhaps something that's certified at the dealership, when it comes down to spending your hard-earned money, um at least in my opinion, the the things that matter that are the most important on a pre-owned vehicle really boil down to, to five key areas. The history of the car, who owned it, and how they took care of it, I, I believe is the most important. Gary, what do you think about that? Absolutely. From there, um, the condition of the car. When you see the car, how does the car look? Does it have, you know, the tire? That's probably the most important one. See, now, and for some people, it could be a different one. So the condition of the car, has it been smoked in? Is there marks on the headliner? You know, just generally, how was it cared for up until the point that you're now considering buying it? So history, condition. The next thing is equipment. Does it have the features that, that are important to you? And, and of course, if, if something is a must-have and it doesn't have it, obviously you need to you know, move in a different direction. So history, equipment, condition, mileage. You know, the mileage that's already on the car, you know, depending on the year, 
is all relative to what you would potentially spend. And I think last and, and maybe least, but for some people it's not, color. You agree, Gary, or, or disagree? Oh, absolutely. So history, equipment, condition, mileage, color. And so for a lot of people, if you know, there's because there's no used car factory, you can't call the used car factory and say, this is what I would like. Um, your, your goal is to try to find the vehicle that, that meets the, that, that criteria, the, the best for you. For some people, the history is going to be the most important thing. For some people, condition is going to be the most important thing. I, you know, I had this one lady that color was the most important thing. And, you know, I can only tell you that, um, there's a little cause for concern if color is the most important thing about your new car. And I'm not suggesting it, it, it can't well, be. Well, then don't talk to my wife. Well, exactly. And that's, you know, maybe that's a guy thing because I thought about that as I was saying it, you know, and it was, happened to be a lady who, you know, it had to be, you know, a certain color more important than any other thing. But for, for Gary and I, you know, those are the things that, that when we're assisting you, we're, we're looking for, you know, and, and we, of course, use tools like Carfax, but we don't trust Carfax. We, we look at the car itself because we know that Carfax is only responsible for what's reported to them. And then when a car is inspected by Gary or myself, we're going to know if it's been hit. It's that simple. You know, it's, it's funny that you said that, the inspection thing. I get a kick out of these car dealerships that advertise salvage title cars. And they start and they talk about a level three car inspection. Well, the car has yeah. been inspected by the state, a level three inspection. Well, level three inspection. This is they verified the VIN. VIN number. You know, but we were talking about something earlier and values of used cars and things like that. You know, get on the next bandwagon thing. You know, it scares me a little bit when you think about what a lot of the manufacturers are looking at doing. Ford's eliminating cars. The cafe laws are going to, you know, with the, they, I think, was it 45 miles to the gallon? I don't know. What are they going to make? They can't just make trucks. Right. Out of that, everything's going to be electric. Yeah. And then, exactly. And that is coming. And it is coming because I think it's 2035 that Cadillac will not have a gas-powered vehicle. Well, I, I think, obviously, all manufacturers, you know, over these next 10 to 15, 20 years have to phase out. I mean, it, it it you know, I hate to admit it, but we are going into the future. Um, it is It is, you know... The, the future, I guess, and, and and we see that in you know companies like you know Tesla, the the company that's made almost no profit, but made the the founder the wealthiest man in the world. The only way that that can happen is that you know progress has come and it hasn't caught up. I mean, his his wallet far exceeds the 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 justification for it, but but obviously people know it's coming. But here's the interesting thing: uh, right now, today. And I, I didn't look it up before coming on the show, but I bet it's still less than 2% of all the new cars sold in the United States last year were not electric. 98% gas, 2% electric. That's going to change. It's starting it's to gotta change. It's got to change. It's starting to change now. You know, and, you know, I was talking about the cars, you know, certain things. And, you know, my friend was saying, you know, what car could you buy now? And it might do that as the car you know, as the future goes. And it was kind of funny because I remember back, and it was quite a while ago, and I had, <laughs> I, I had the opportunity to buy a car, and it was an extremely rare, rare car. And I'll never forget that the car was the same exact money in 1984 as buying the Trans Am brand new from the Pontiac dealership. 
It was a 1967 or 68, I can't remember. It was a GT500 KR, which stood for uh, King of the Road. Uh, and it was the uh, horrible lime green with, they called it, it was black leather, inter- black vinyl interior. Vinyl. And I'll never forget calling the, calling the bank that was Bankley, Barclays Bank in New York was who I was getting my car loan through. And I laughed because I had good credit, and I'll never forget the rate was fourteen point nine percent on a car loan. That was a good rate then. And I, the, I told the lady, "Hey, the money's the same. Can I buy this car now today? If you want to finance a classic, it's very simple. If you have great credit, very simple. Back then, the lady actually said to me on the phone, Sonny, we don't lend money on old cars.'" Now, that was the f- second funniest thing I remember about classic cars. The funniest thing was a buddy of mine lent me his car. When I say he lent it to me, he didn't have a garage, and he didn't want to leave a 1968 Hemi Roadrunner out in the driveway. So I kept his Roadrunner at my house with the simple stipulation, once every two weeks, take the car out and drive it. You can't let the car sit. And it has to start right up, because if it doesn't start right up, you'll flood it. Two four-barrel carburetors. Um, Those were the days, huh? Yeah, I remember going to... Those were the days. Taking my kids, and I got to tell you, when I think of what I put my kids through, I dragged my daughter and my son, who at the time were probably... Let's see, it was 2004, so Meredith would have been nine and Sean would have been 12. I dragged them to the good guy's car show on a Sunday. I can't imagine it was anything they felt like. I, I'm guessing they probably did not think but nice thoughts a, about you that day. It was a beautiful day and they could get lunch and we had a nice time and we didn't spend that much time, but we took the car. And all Meredith kept saying was at every light, can we do a squeaky? Well, a squeaky was when you put your right pedal to the floor and you did a burnout. Ah, well, she was familiar with it. So, yeah, you, so she, that's the old Gary. Now, she, the new yeah. Gary does not do well. well I didn't do it because... Well, now, let's be, let's be clear here. How much horsepower does your current car have? 485, which was more than that Roadrunner. So, Dave, you heard his current vehicle has 485 horsepower. Now, do you have a, a stick shift or an automatic transmission in this performance car? Manual transmission. Oh, what, now, what a surprise that Gary would have a performance car with the right transmission to have in a performance well, car. that was how I ended up when we were talking about buying... When's last time you did a squealy i gotta know in that car i've never done a burnout because it has traction control it has you know a limit it doesn't do burnouts unless you take all the electronic stuff off you know and you can shut it off anyway he's, he's still just, a kid is my just point. 60 he's, years he's, old. he's still doing the same thing here i always laugh because i look down and it says it, it'll actually tell me how fast i've actually gone in the car and i don't repeat it online because it's not that it was going too fast because people will say that's that's all you've done in that car now, I've had a car that would do over 200 miles an hour, and I had the opportunity to go to a proving grounds and put that car through its paces, and it's pretty wild when you have a heads-up display. I can See, I couldn't. See, I couldn't. I'd be scared to death. I and, couldn't do in that. In the heads-up display, it said 202. Wow. And it wasn't the freeway I was on. And it wasn't kilometers either. Yeah. And now, the, the, the crazy thing was, when I could have bought that Mustang, it was... 16 grand. The brand new Trans Am in 1984 was about 14 grand. Top of the line. Yeah. And the crazy thing was when I moved to Phoenix, Arizona in 1988, in 1989, I needed to sell my Trans Am. I didn't need a car anymore. I sold the car for 4,500 bucks. That January, I went to Barrett Jackson and they had the exact same car, different color of what I didn't buy. 
And instead of $16,000, that car in four years had gone up a hundred to over $140,000. Now, what people don't realize is when you buy a car at a car auction and it's $140,000, it's $154,000 plus tax. Well, you got to pay the fee. The fee and this and that. Now, one of the cars that I wish I would have had the ability to buy back then was the last Ferrari California Spider made with a manual transmission. Now, keep in mind, this is not going to help you get a good deal on a car. It just... It tells you how passionate this man is about cars. Please continue. So the car was, the manual transmission probably quadruples the value of the car. Wow. So here's one that they sold for $445,000 February of 2016. Wow. And that car brand new was probably less than 200000 now, if you bought the same car with the F1 paddle shifts, it was probably about the same, 196. However, that car, probably when that car was worth 450, that car was probably worth 100. You know, the one thing for sure is that that's an exotic field, and, and, and I know for, you know, there's people that, that have interest can afford and enjoy and and understand that marketplace i i can promise you that dana southern is not that guy so if you do have interest in something that is like that that exotic i am not the person to call but if you're thinking about getting a car or truck new or used lease or finance cash or you know however you would like to approach it if you want to get a great deal not spend you know countless hours not have the back and forth be treated with integrity, honesty, transparency, and... No buyer's remorse. Then you ought, to, you ought to, for sure, pick up the phone and either call me, Dana. My phone number is 602-679-8324. Or please pick up the phone and call Gary. His phone number is 602-525-1370. You have absolutely nothing to lose, but we can absolutely save you time, money, and brain damage. I promise you. You know, it's, it's as we say all the time, we're, we're here to help you. We're not selling you anything. And there are people that they understand what it is. I mean, you know, how many times you hear, that's why I called you. That's why I want you doing this. You know, this young man that I'm trying to help buy the car, if he would have gone and bought that Infinity and not realized that it didn't have, that all of that stuff was not part of a $2,800 package. Now, in the resale market, a $2,800 package doesn't change the value of the car. Too much. $2,800. Now, when I was mentioning those Ferraris, when you go to Haggerty's website, back then in 2016, it's more now, it actually said $30,000 for manual transmission added. Back in the day, there's usually a deduct for the manual transmission. It's a matter of understanding what it is you want to buy. Now, if I were the kind of person that I could just take my challenger, put it in the garage, and in 15 years when I was 75 years old, still had 30,000 miles on it, it would probably be worth more than what I paid for it. You know, but I, I, I look at things. I, I remember watching an auction one day, and the guy bought a 1978 Chevrolet Pace Car Corvette. 
It was silver on the bottom, black on the top. It was the 20. You know what? I think in seven, I think the pace car was a 79. It was, I'm not sure if it was 78 or 79 because they had a 25th anniversary in 78. And I think the pace car might have been either 78 or 79. It was a black over silver car. It had certain seats in it. I'm almost positive it was a 78. But the funny thing was the guy kept the car put no miles on it, was still wrapped in the plastic, and when they sold it at the auction and they talked to him afterwards, he said, you know, it probably wasn't a great investment because I actually sold it for what I paid for it. And I was correct. How much is a 78 pace car? And now they're saying 78 pace cars sell for 50000 You know, the Corvette, the silver and black Corvette? Yeah, so it was 78 uh, your, your anniversary? Yep. And here's the funny thing. Horsepower for the 1978 Corvette rose to 220. Isn't that funny? For an L82 option. There's remember, Civics that have more power than that. Remember. Now, did you see that yellow <laughs> Civic at Earnhardt Honda? That's the anniversary edition. I, you know, I didn't. I was just there and I didn't pay attention. It was an R-Type on the showroom floor. MSRP was 45 grand. It, well, it's got over 300 horsepower. Yeah. And go ahead. Remember, you can reach me, 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana, 602-679-8324. Thanks for listening.